on today's program. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Bar Confessions. We are dedicating the next several episodes to the youth, the future of our churches. Each week during this month, we will be sharing coffee and insight with various members of youth ministry. Confession is good for the soul and maybe we can bring out some thoughts that may help youth workers out there as well as churches that want to take their youth to the next level. You're about to embark on a few minutes of raw testimony with a candid, unscripted program that goes beyond the pulpit and straight off the church bus. Open conversations that share the true view of Christ to help us through today and into a victorious tomorrow. This is Coffee Bar Confessions. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Bar Confessions. I'm your host, Matt, and we're here with Timmy. And we have today very special guests with us. This is Brother Tyler and Sister Ashley Mills. This is Truth Apostolic Church's youth pastor and wife. And we are so glad to have them on this episode with us. Uh, this family means a lot to me because they are who I passed the baton to whenever I, I actually stepped out of youth pastor. Uh, this is who I stepped at stepped out and handed the baton of youth pastoring too. So I feel like this episode is going to be something very special. Uh, you're definitely not going to want to miss this one uh, because there's going to be a lot of good content coming. Uh, Brother Tyler and Sister Ashley, uh, this going to be giving you a few questions throughout this episode. Um, I know that uh, Brother Tyler has already been looking at my notebook, trying to see what the questions are, trying, trying to cheat on me here. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of good talk. Uh, and so we're just going to give you a few questions, uh, you know, and there's a lot of people out here listening that, you know, they, they need the answers to these questions. I need the answer to these questions. Uh, youth pastoring for 17 years, uh, you know, which is why me and Brother Timmy, we actually decided to do the youth month because you know this is december this is the end of the year and um there are a lot of young people out there that need what we are going to tell them today okay so this this um want to start off um one of the hardest things sometimes as youth pastor and i know this to be true from my experiences there are so many times that we have youth functions and we will invite other people to come to these youth functions will you know all, us as youth pastors we have the mentality that we don't want it just to be four or five kids we want to be able to invite the whole church we want to be able to invite the whole you know the pastor the administrative pastor the 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 whole group of people and we want everybody to be involved but one of the hardest things as a regular saint sometimes is how do we that are not involved in youth department how do we get involved in a youth function? Well, I would say the main thing would probably be just to, if you're trying to, if you're just want, if you want have the burden to get involved in the youth department and trying to get involved, I would say come to me or my wife and just ask. If you have a burden to do anything at all, it would just be just go to ask. Uh, you're participation at, at first might be small but then as time progresses you might go we might have you go into bigger things or 
or even, hey, go take care of Super Church one day. Uh, there's always a place for a place for someone that wants to actually participate and actually be involved in the youth department, and that's the thing with uh, several. We just need, we want where the youth department's hungry for a consistency, yeah. and if yeah. and if and if you're not, and if you're not wanting to be, and if and the first first thing that the youth department's youth members see is are they going to be consistent in helping us out? Are they going to be consistent in being there? Because if they're not wanting to be here, then what makes me want to be here? A burden, and having a true burden, it births consistency. Yep. That's And that's what consistency is what births a great youth department. It's something that, you know, if they don't feel that you, you have a burden for them, if they don't feel that you love them enough to sacrifice your time, then they're not going to be behind you 100% in the things that you do. So with with that being said, that's a that was a not really we, we wasn't throwing that in there as a spot to get you guys some help for the youth department. But but uh, on the on the other on the other hand, uh, to that same question, uh, that would be a situation to where if somebody wanted to help in the youth department, but more or less the, the question being that regular saint that's sitting on the pew that don't, that they're not trying to necessarily be a part of the youth department, but you're having a function and they don't feel like, you know, they might say, well, that's a youth function. I, I, I don't have to be a part of that. There, that's a youth function. Brother Tyler's got his, got his young people and that's all that. But as a young person growing up, when a whole church is involved, that gives them a more of a spark, more of a vision of, hey, my whole church is behind me. So what could a regular saint, somebody who's not looking for a position, not looking for a job, not trying to be a part of a youth department, how, how could a youth department or a youth pastor say, hey, this is where we could use you at. If you would show up, we, you know, you, you may not have a position, you may not have a, a you know, so much of a job, but, where could a regular saint be involved in the youth department or a youth event? Well, the first thing would be, especially in prayer, uh, just keep yourself in, in, in prayer. If we don't have like an an actual event that you would uh, we would need your help in, the first thing and first, uh, most importantly would be prayer. If you're uh, if you're if you would like, hey, uh, what can we do to help? Pray. Uh, pray for the event that uh, we do have going on. Pray that it goes well. Uh, fast for it. Prayer and fasting helps. For, uh, out of any situation that we have, is prayer and fasting would help. Uh, so if I would say anything, it would be prayer and fasting. Prayer, pray and fast for the events that we have. If they're willing to come to you and say, hey, I want to help, what can I do? You know, then if you if they if you tell them, hey, I need you to bring some chili, and they say, well, I don't want to bring chili. Well, that's you're not being willing to do exactly what needs to be done. We're, we you know we need a bowl, of, we need a pot of chili made, and we need you to make it. You know, so willingness is one of the greatest things that that can that you know as a youth pastor, you need people that are willing. You need people that are that are there to say, Brother Tyler, Sister Ashley, whatever it is that you need in this youth department, I'm willing to do. You know, uh, as pastor, you're looking at situations like, you know, if somebody don't clean the toilets, 
then you're going to have some pretty bad toilets, you know. And so you're looking at a position there that nobody wants, but somebody willing to say, hey, I'll do that. I'll take care of that. You know, I'll take care of the bathrooms when nobody else wants to because it's a willingness to say, hey, whatever I need to be doing, I'll do it. Whatever I got to do to serve, I'll do that. I'll serve. You know, even if it's not what I want to be, even if it's not putting me behind a pulpit with a microphone, even if it's not putting me, you know, on the platform showing off my brand new suit and tie, it might be rolling my sleeves up and sticking my hands in a dirty, nasty toilet to make sure that everything runs smoothly. But as a youth pastor, you're you're wanting those people that says, OK, I'm not I'm not a part of the youth department. But brother, Ashley, brother Tyler, just to ask you, whatever it is, I'll do it. I'll be willing. So talking about uh, how people could uh, come to you and be like, hey, I want to be a, I want to help out with the youth event not necessarily being involved in the youth but helping out but if they did want to be involved with that youth department what are some things that would make a good youth worker i know kind of what brother matt had said willingness of being faithful uh, sometimes even submitting even when you might not understand or, um, you know, just even when you might feel like it might, you know, go, a, you might feel like going a different way with it, submitting and saying, okay, I might not see what exactly they have their vision or why they're doing this, but I'm going to submit to them and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Submitting by supporting what the youth pastor, yeah. pastor's wife is yeah. doing with their kids. Trust. Yeah. Their, trust. Yeah, their exactly. Trust, yeah. trust as well. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, I'd say a lot, a lot of the whole lines of what my wife said, uh, be being able to submit yourself uh, and not saying like be full control. Brother Tyler, sister Ashley's full control of you and, and we're we're being hard and 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 we're being mean and stuff like that. It's not that we're just, we're trying we're trying to get our, uh, not just in our our vision, but to get are the youth moving. Yeah. And if and if we're being we the devil and and just life in general already is wanting to hit each each and every side. And if we're fight. And if we're fighting within too, what movement are we actually doing? Yeah. So we need and and so we would we would I would say to be submit uh, submit submitted to the the leadership that's been put in place, trusting that leadership that's been put in place, because if you can't if you don't have trust in us or trust in whatever leadership that you're under, there's no movement, no growth. And, and and there's no pro, uh, pro progress, yeah. so I would say uh, trust and submit uh, being submitted, which would be trust. And if you've never been in a position to hold the title of youth pastor, then you may not would understand that a lot of times you'll have you'll hold a meeting, and you'll have, you know you'll, or you'll have a function, and and you're the head of that function, and you're saying, hey, this is what we've got to do, this is what we've got going on. 
and all your workers out there are, th are saying, well, you know, I'd rather do this or I'd rather do that. And what they don't realize is, is you've already spoke to the ones above you and got the vision of what th this is how it needs to be done. And it's your job to take that vision and go run with it. And this is what they've told you you had to do. You know, and everybody's like, well, I'd rather have it this way. Well, I'd rather have it that way. Well, we've got to make sure to have it the way of the pastor, the way of the vision of the, the of what God has told us to do. And, you know, we've got to make sure that everything is ran just right. So uh, trust, trust and willingness and faithfulness is all absolute great. Uh, in my opinion, it's great, you know, um, attributes of a good worker, um, you know, but as well, you know, on top of all that, right beside all that is you want somebody with a burden. You want somebody who, you know, uh, you don't want to have a youth worker that is looking for a job or a job title. You want somebody with a youth worker that has a burden for young people, you know, who has a burden whenever it comes to y'all taking somebody to a, to a uh, youth rally and, you know, you're going driving all the way to Paducah to go to a youth rally. and you know, that's a, that's a long way, you know, and most people have worked Friday night or Friday all day and they're, and they're, you know, wore out and tired and they know good and well what's going to happen afterwards. You're either going to do one or two things. You're either going to stay for the afterburner afterwards or you're going to go out to eat somewhere. And so it's going to be late when you get home that, that night. Most of the time it's early Saturday morning when you get home as a youth worker. And so willingness, yeah, willingness to, to drive that far with kids arguing and fighting and, and with kids being wore out and tired and, and being able to say, hey, I'm not here to just be a chaperone, but I wanna go to these services because there's some young kid that needs the Holy Ghost. There's some young kid that has a desire and I wanna, I wanna be there to help push that desire. I wanna be there, you know, when, when that kid is knelt down at the altar, you know, sometimes me and brother Tyler and sister, well, actually all four of us were always on all four on the platform. As I was going in the line, I realized that, but um, you know, we're all four always on the platform, drumming, piano, guitar, singing, we're all doing something. And all of a sudden you look down and you see one of these young people that's sitting there and knelt down at the altar. And it's, it's hard sometimes to rip yourself from one job and go to another. But whenever you say, oh, I need to go pray for that person. I need to go pray for that young person. And the next thing you know, you look up and here goes one of your youth workers. They're walking over there and they knelt down by that young person. And they start praying. It's like, yep, that, that's why you're one of my youth workers. Because you felt the same burden that I felt at the same time that this person needed to be prayed for. And so that, that you know, one of the things as a youth worker. But shifting just a little bit off of the youth workers and shifting to... Uh, some of the young people that we have a, a lot in our youth groups. What are some ways um, that, w that, well, I was going to say we as youth workers, but what are some ways as you as youth workers um, can help young people to develop a stronger relationship with God? Involve yourself with anything we've got going on. If we got a Section 4 rally, get it, go be there. Yeah. If we got, uh, we do monthly attic services be there uh me and sister ashley and and uh the ones underneath us like sister katie and <clears throat> brother christian it's like uh you you she was underneath your ministry for the longest time uh we both know she's got a list of events that she, we've got we uh she that we can do so we'll never finish them in our lifetime 
<laughs> in both our ministries, we can never finish it. So yeah. if we got one of those uh, those events rolling, be there. Uh, anything like uh, KY, uh, Conquerors Camp, Family Camp, be there. Uh, Walkathon, whatever it might be, be yeah. involved, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, even down and if and and a stronger relationship with God, you can do uh, the fundamental of it being praying, fasting, getting involved in church. Just even if it's nothing like a, a function, if if they say, "Hey, what can I do for the church?" Be involved. Go to ladies' meetings, prayer meetings, everything you can. Be involved. Yeah. Involvement matters. Yes, because if you're not there. If you're not there uh, at the, the functions, what youth department do we have? Yeah. If you just show up to a Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Tuesday, there and, and not show up to any of the youth functions, there's not much of a youth yeah. department. One of the things that I, I could not stand to hear was, Brother Matt, I don't feel like I'm a part of the youth. And as a youth pastor, that those are like cringing words. But then you go to youth functions and you don't see them there. You know, you don't see them showing up to the activities. And you say, well, how can you be a part of something that you're never here? So show up, be involved, participate in everything. If it's something that you don't even feel like, you know, like if they have a potato sack race and you're like, oh, that's childish. Put your leg in that potato sack. Yeah. and participate because yeah, exactly. yeah. other kids are watching yeah. you and it, if it, you don't participate they're it, they're going to end up not participating you're exactly right yeah you got those younger kids and and i could say this stress this to any youth wherever you go to church at you can you may not say you may like sister asher said you it might be silly just to be oh well I don't want to be involved, and I don't want to go to I don't want to go to super church and help out. I don't want to be in this youth function because it makes seem silly. The thing is, is that it's just like a line, and you got you might be at the front of the line and may not see the people in front of you. That's because all the people is in behind you. Yeah. And and if and if you're just saying, oh, I won't do it, then all you're doing is leading these people around, yeah. and it's just going to create a circle of backsledding youth uh, youth members yeah if you want to see a change be, be, the, change. Change. be the change yeah. if you want to see your youth group grow grow your youth group by saying i'm going to do everything that i can i'm going to be involved don't come to a youth pastor and say brother tyler I, our youth group is small brother tyler we never do anything brother tyler we always you know everything that we ever say that we're going to do we, we never do that but yet that thing that we said we was going to do, you wasn't there. Don't so, you know that that's some something. You know how can we stronger have stronger relationships with God? Well, involvement. Yeah. Be there. Do everything that you can to be a part of everything that our youth puts on. Don't worry about if you have the money to to be a part of it or not. Yeah, because somebody will pick it up for yeah. you. You know how you don't know how many times a young person would go home because parents didn't have the money to eat us eat a you know, we'd have like a dinner and they'd have the money to pay for some nachos and cheese. They'd have the money to pay for an ice cream. But not one time did they come to me or Brother Tyler and say, hey, I want my kid to be here, but I don't have the money. 
because all we would have done is said, go eat. It's already paid for, go eat. But you can come up with whatever excuse you want to come up with. And they will. That's another thing, being connected to your youth leaders and talking to them over any situation that you're going through. That that helps as well. Exactly. Having a relationship with your youth leaders, your youth workers. Yeah. You can't be scared of them. You can't be scared of them. You got to be able to come to them and talk to them and and tell them the way you feel. Tell them exactly you know exactly what it is that you're going through, and allow that youth worker or that youth pastor to be able to bring their burden. That's what we're. That's what they're here for. They're here for that burden to be able to help you so that's that's good we, we need to be able to be accountable and be able to show each other that what our burden really is what do you feel uh, is one of the biggest problems in the youth uh, that that hinders or can hinder the growth hinder the the uh, faithfulness the the burden of even youth workers youth workers down to the youth, what, what do you feel the biggest problem is? The biggest problem in the youth, in any youth department right now, and in the, even in this day and age, especially post-COVID, is parental support. If we don't have it at home, if and, and it goes far beyond this, if you don't live it at home, beyond the four walls, it does no good. I stress it to all parents, if you want your kids to strive in church, not just in the youth department, but if you want them to strive in church and be saved, the fundamentals in the beginning, the, the first step is to get them involved in church. Let, uh, push them into everything we do. When it, it's uh, the youth praise team, if it's youth functions, if it's the sign team, if it's whatever, push them into those things because if and if because if they're pushed into those things then we we as youth me me and my wife as youth pastors youth pastor and youth pastor wife if we have that support at home we know that they're being they're being pushed for pushed for the fun things they're being or pushed for the things that are important if we don't have that support at home we don't have we're we're it's we're never going to have to see the results in church so I would say parental support is the biggest issue at this time. I couldn't have said that any better. Parental support has been 17 years ago. Yeah. We fought parental support when I first started, you know, and one of the one of the biggest things, and it's probably not going to be one of the most popular topics on this on this podcast, but uh, one of the hardest things that you have to deal with as youth pastors is parents not parents allowing the young people to make the decisions yeah. you know uh and that's one of the hardest things because you, you'll be, be there in children's church or you'll be there at attic service and you're doing everything that you can to instill something in a kid and then they go home and i mean these are seasoned saints that are allowing their kids to make decisions that it's like everything that you just taught goes right out the door because you know you you're they're they're going home and you're like why you know you as a youth pastor you're thinking 
why in the world did I even teach that? Why did I, why did I spend my time to invest in this young person just to watch them walk right out the door because a seasoned saint, a seasoned parent is going to allow this or going to allow that to happen. And it's just pointless. My, I've got four children and might, you know, like I said, this is internet and I understand and it may not be the most popular vote, but I've got four children and they don't have a choice. It's come to church. It's being in functions. And you may say, well, Brother Matt, you, it's because you youth pastored for 17 years and, and, you know, and you're going to push that now. I know because I have watched young people walk outdoors because they were not pushed to go to young youth functions. I have watched people crying in back of cars because they wanted to go to young a youth person youth event and mom and daddy did not force it. Mom and daddy actually told them, no, we're not going. And I have watched people leave church services with nothing, got nothing out of it because mom and daddy was not there to push it. And so parental support is absolutely one of the greatest things that a youth pastor needs because you have the burden to reach their child. And so now that you're reaching their child and you need to know that, hey, <laughs> this support's coming back. This support's coming back. So with with that being said, what, <clears throat> what are some uh, ideas, you know, that, what are some ideas that you two have, not to say that our youth department is not doing great, but there's always room for improvement. So what are some ways that, that you two plan to improve our youth group at Truth Apostolic Church? I would say first and foremost would be consistency. Uh, stay consistent in all the functions that we have, going to rallies and and, and uh, it could be going and it, it might be hard sometimes to even go to the the further out. Like I think the furthest we went was like in Paducah. Am I correct? Farthest we went was Paducah, and that was like what an hour and an hour drive or something like that, maybe hour 45 minutes something like that and even down to the functions hasn't going to uh louisville for i think that was kyc and uh the Con conquerors camp maybe something like that so so one of the ma uh, major uh youth functions that we have uh just certain things like that uh, is to be consistent in going to these events and actually having the events because uh, we uh, we might only have the only, the the faithful few, and for the longest time, even in into your ministry, we we had just uh, the the pastor's family. We only had Sister Ashley, Sister Katie, and myself at one time. It was just us three, and we uh, even though it was just us, we still had the events to go to. And and who knows? I, it might. I myself, Sister Ashley, could have been struggling, and it, and it goes still for this to, uh, today. We might just have the one or two people to show up, but and ultimately we don't know what's what they're facing. They could be facing uh, struggles in their uh, in their heart, their home, at school, 
and it it's nice to go into an area and into an atmosphere that uh that they can they can feel like okay i can recharge and i can feel like okay i'm i'm here with friends and i'm here with family so yeah i would i would definitely say being consistent what what do we do when when we invest in the in the youth but they don't seem to want to be helped there's not a whole lot of times where you're actually going to feel like you want to there's not going to be a whole lot of times where you feel like oh well, I, I, I want to be here and I got to be here and, and, and I got to have the ability. No, you're, there's sometimes you're not just going to be wanting to come. Sometimes you've got to push yourself to go, okay, I, I've got to go. Because if I don't, then there might be someone next to me or someone beside me or in front of me, behind me, that sees me and if I don't show up, then they're going to start to fall back and it's just going to be that domino effect. We're going to go, okay, well, this person's going to slip back. And then, that, then, then like I think like Brother Near even preached, uh, the whole, they, they had certain amount of people bring in, uh, there was supposed to be some party or something like that in the Bible and they were supposed to bring, uh, everybody's supposed to bring their wine and put it into a big container. And then that, uh, but everybody's like, oh, well, we'll let let someone else deal with it. Let someone else uh, uh, bring it. And let's just bring water. Well, because they, no one, uh, because everybody fell back on to uh, put the responsibility back, back on someone else, then that turned into, okay, well, when they finally got there and they dip, uh, put a, uh, got a cup full, it, it was straight water. So if you follow the responsibility back on the next youth member, there's going to be no one there. Yeah. Keep on showing them love. Uh, show them that even though they might not want to be a part of it, that if they ever decide to be a part of it, that we're not going to exclude them. We still include them. Um, keep on praying for them. Show you know, just show them that pretty much what I said, that you love them. And nothing that they do is gonna, you know, just turn you off and make you, you know, push them away. You're you're investing everything you can. You're doing this attic service and you got attic service just like the way you want it. And that, and that negative youth, youth member comes in and says, I don't like it like this. I'd rather do you say, okay, well, Let's try to change some things. Let's let's try to let's try to implement some ways to to reach that young person. Or do you stand up and say, "No, this is how we're going to do it." A whole lot of times, uh, if we always go off of what everybody else says, you're, it, it, and that's where it's <clears throat> we need to have a consistency. And, and and that's not saying if there is something wrong that we're doing to change. No, we do if. if say like if one youth member was to go oh hey i don't like this and this is this ain't fun and why can't we change it well the better thing to do is to uh is to take that advice look at them and go okay well what what do you think we can do better yeah. and they, they would say okay well well, it, well why don't we try this well i'll be like okay we'll, we'll look into it we'll we'll see this we'll we'll look into it and now if like say multiple youth members are like coming up to me and saying hey uh, this seems a little boring. What can, and, and then it's not really looking into like, not saying that their opinion doesn't matter, 
but to look at it at the bigger picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, if if just one youth member is uh, saying something, look into it, try to change it, maybe tweak it up a little bit, but may, mainly trying to be consistent in everything they do, all right? Because youth members may not like it at first. They may not go, oh, well, I don't like it. It's not fun. They, you may not like, I would try to explain to them, hey, it may not be exactly the way you like it right now. But give, look at it, look at it. You're looking at it at a smaller picture. You're looking at it at a focus point. Widen your view at it. Try to see it through the youth pastor's eyes. What, what, uh, what is, what is Brother Tyler or your youth pastor? What, what are, the, what are they trying to accomplish here? And then maybe you can find the enjoyment in looking at it in his, at his vision or her vision or whoever it might be. What is their, what is their goal into it? Well, you gotta, you gotta come at this with a open door policy is what they call it. Yes. It's open door policy and you, and you gotta be willing to allow them to make their comments. But what they don't understand is, is where they're looking at it with their perspective. Yes. Youth pastors are looking at it from the perspective of the whole youth group. They're trying to make it to where, you know, we can't just focus on this one. You got to focus on the whole thing. So uh, I, I think you said it great by saying that, you know, you take their advice. You say, well, let us, let us think about it. Let us pray about it. And not to say that you don't implement that in some way, but you, you take that advice and you say, well, let's think about it. You, you can even bring that up to your youth workers and say, how can we implement this without changing the whole process? How can we, how can we, uh, you know, because it might be a good idea, you know, but what, what you deal with a lot of times and you go back to that negative feedback again from that youth member is it might be, it might be a situation to where if you change it the way they want it, it's going to mess everything up, you know, and so there's going to be times where negative feedback comes in and you say, well, that, that's a good idea, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that, we'll change that, we'll implement that, but there's going to be others that you kind of throw into file 13 what they say and you throw it out the door in the trash can and say you know we'll, we'll just keep on moving like we're moving because i see the end picture i see the end of it and speaking of the end of the picture here uh, how do y'all envision your youth department within the next two to five years well, i would definitely say growth uh seeing it uh expand to even uh to different cultures where where we we see different races, anything coming, anybody come in with uh, where we're involved doing things, and even down to the point where we're expanding at a point to such a growth that Brother Orton's like, hey, we're gonna have to go do something like because uh, right now we we have the old church and new church. And right now, uh, I know for the church is being used, the old church is being used for evangelist quarters, or right now it's uh, uh, for a tornado victim. But we can, uh, brother, uh, brother Tyler, we got to we got to use that church for the youth. Yeah. So anything for the youth members, we got We got to use yeah. it. You use that. And it, I would like to see even. To, yeah, I think you even had that vision at one time where we we use the old church for youth church. Yeah. And where brother uh, brother Tyler, you use that for we're y'all gonna be over there uh, for use. Uh, we might we, y'all might meet up here and we uh, and y'all we we have a church bus and drive y'all drive church, uh, the youth here. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would like to see that. I would like to see where we're, we're so, we expanded so much that we have expanded outside our, the new church walls or even down to the point where Brother Orton goes, hey, guys, we're going to have to build. We're going to have to build a new church because the youth has expanded so much, we can't hold them. We won't grow in the next two or five years. I definitely do not want uh, just the same 20 kids that we have. And mainly that is actually from the Sunday school class. That's not really even like teenagers. We only have a few teenagers. I would like to see more teenagers and um, spiritually for them to be so hungry that if new people come in and they might not, you know, they might be shy, they might not know how to get into the service, you know, how to pray, stuff like that. Not let the ones that are already in to let them, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to do that because I, I don't, I, they're not doing it and I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. And just, you know, hopefully that they are so hungry that it, it, it just, it's like fire. It spreads to all of our youth group that um, even the new ones that come in, they see our kids, they're faithful. They are, they're praying, they're, they are doing everything like he said, they're faithful to church. And, and they're like, wow, you know, I, I want what they have and let it be, you know, let it be just something awesome happen. That's, that's what I would like to see in the next two or five years that the kids, you know, they're like, they want to be used for this. They want to do, you know, go and do this. They want, they want to lay hands and pray for each other. You know, whatever it may be, because the in two to five years, our kids that we have now are, are going to be our teenagers. And yeah, I would definitely like them to see not to hold back, be participating in whatever situation it may be. You spoke it into existence and have faith it's going to happen. You know, start seeing it. Start seeing it now. Don't wait two to five years. Start pushing that now in the youth department and saying, hey, you know, talking to every youth pastor out there, say, hey, this, this is it. This is my, my time is now. You know, yeah, I, I see this in two to five years and it might take two to five years to do it, but what can I start doing today to, to go ahead and be laying the, the, the footwork, go ahead and be laying the, the grounds right now that in two to five years, it can happen. Our, our youth group can be exploding out, out of the walls. It ain't gotta be done by, by 15, 60 year olds. You know, let's grow, let's grow the church of now, but let's, let's also look into it as the church of tomorrow. So uh, if, if y'all will, there's, I want you to understand something. There's another Tyler and there's another Ashley out there. Okay, and so we're getting ready to bow our heads and we're getting ready to pray. And I want you to close your eyes and literally act, act like you were sitting at your bathroom sink right now looking in the mirror and in the reflection of what you see. I want you to pray for that person that's out there that's just like you. I want you to pray for that youth pastor out there that has went through all this, that has, that, that has went through, uh, you know, the, like you said, the parental support. You know, pray that they will get parental support. Pray that they will get help in every way possible. Pray that they have, maybe there's a youth pastor out there right now that's battling, you know, trying, how, how can I get a, my, these young people to get a relationship with God? 
You know, so let, let's just pray that, that God would touch somebody's heart right now that's just like us. Dear Father, we come before you. God, we ask you, God, to move on every Tyler out there, God, every Ashley that's out there, God, every ear listening, God, to the words that they spoke today. God, I ask you, God, to touch every Matt and every Timmy, God, that heard the word today, God, that they've spoken, God, that could be able to touch somebody's heart, God, every youth pastor, God, that's that's fighting the struggle, God, of, of parental support, that's fighting the struggle, God, of a child with no relationship with you, God, uh, uh, fighting the struggle, God, that that they're, they're looking for negative in their youth group right now, but trying their best, God, to overcome the struggle, God, God, of a youth department that don't want help, God, but, but allow the words spoke by Brother Tyler and Sister Ashley today, God, allow the words to, God, to come through the, this, this internet, God, this encounter, God, that they're having on this podcast, God, and allow them, Jesus, to be able to take these words spoke, God, and apply them to their lives, Lord, God, and be able to touch every young person in their, in their church, God, every young person in their encounter, God. God, I speak to the multicultural generation, God, and I ask you, Lord, God, that you would just move, God, and you would speak, God, to their to their homes, God, and send angels around them, Lord God. God, in every area that we can, God, we ask you, God, that we could be able, God, to find a hunger in our young, young people, to find a hunger, God, in this generation, this hour, God. Move, God, on their hearts, God. We thank you, Jesus. God, touch every person out there listening, God. We ask you to move, God, today. In your name, Jesus, we pray. So, we thank you guys for coming. We hope you enjoyed your time on Coffee Bar Confessions. And I enjoyed myself. Just like I told you at the beginning, it was going to be a great episode. You know, there's a lot to be said in this episode and there was a whole lot more we could have asked you guys and we could have been here uh, a whole lot longer than we have but we do we we had a good time with y'all today and we just we want to thank you guys for coming and being a part of coffee bar confessions and we want to thank you for being on coffee bar confessions Thanks for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website 